This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Today we're going to be talking about, we're on a good woman, and we're going to talk about two, and we're going to talk about Lois and Eunice. They're only mentioned in one verse by name. Yeah. Yeah, in the Bible. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and read it. It's the backstory and my point. So, here you go. It's 2 Timothy 1, verse 5, which says, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. I feel like from this verse we can um, see that it's really important to teach our kids not that I have kids, but you know, it's important to you start have a lot of kids that you do get to teach. You're not wrong. Um, it's important to start teaching in the home because it everything starts in the home, right? That's where kids are most. Kids are like sponges; they learn the most while they're at home. So it's just we have to be really diligent in teaching them. Yeah, and I think that that says so much, the fact that they're mentioned here in this one verse, but really we can see so much more of what they accomplished with teaching Timothy through the work that Timothy did with Paul. So like his actions in his life speak volumes about their actions in their life. So that's just kind of cool to see how like it translated to the next generation. And really you can see that too from, it went from Lois to, to Eunice first, and then from Eunice on to Timothy. So, yeah, it's really, um, really important to start in the home. And I always go back to, of course, the Old Testament whenever we're talking about teaching in the home. And in Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 7, I'm just going to read that real quick. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words, which I command this day, shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And we'll just stop right there. But yeah, it just talks about how like the teaching of our children just goes on and on and on. There's never a break from it. It's not like... You teach them on Sunday morning and Wednesday night, and then like kind of let them do whatever in between. It's just a constant. Don't let them be pew warmers. That's right. Because eventually they will not be. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. How ironic. It is a podcast these people should be listening to. Which one? (laughs) Shepherding our hearts. It is a good one. It is a good one. Um, But a lot of these podcasts keep talking about how um, we have tended to lower the bar for our families and we're content with them just sitting in the pew. Like we're happy when our, you know, teenagers or our college age students um, or whatever come back and like they go with us without arguing. We're like, yes, we've done it. But is that really where we want to set the bar for Safe, right? Much on the ground. Exactly. So, like, it just barely, just step over and just don't trip when you're walking in the door and we're okay. But yeah, we need to, like, we need to raise the bar. We need to make sure that we're being active and teaching our kids to be active in the church, to be serving, to be teaching, and all of those things. So, I'm sure that 
obviously, again, from the life that we see Timothy live, that he was active in his faith. So they, I'm sure, had set the bar really high. Um, so Addie read the only verse where they are mentioned by name. I was a verse hog today, guys. I'm it's okay. I read, I read a lot of them in Deuteronomy that you didn't even know I was going to read. It's true. But they are, um, <laughs> at least Timothy's mom is mentioned one other time, just not by name. And that is in Acts chapter 16, verses 1 and 2. And this is where Paul is first joined by Timothy, or as he's called here, Timotheus. So Acts 16 verses... That was his full name. 1 and 2. It's when he was in trouble. Timotheus Timotheus. is in trouble name. Then came he to Derbe, that's Paul, to Derbe and Lystra. And behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess, and believed. But his father was a Greek, which was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. So here, just it does allude to Timothy's mom um, being married to a Greek. And it says that she believed. And then that tiny word there, but his father was a Greek. And so that gives us the indication that he did not believe. So Eunice here was married to a non-believer. And so really what we can learn from this is that even being married to someone who did not believe, she was still able to teach Timothy and um, be still in subjection to her husband, but be doing the right thing. And so that is so important also because... Um, whereas it may not be the best option to marry someone who's a non-believer, sometimes you end up in that situation because perhaps you yourself um, got married before you were a Christian. What? I just like the way you said, but perhaps, <laughs> but perhaps you find yourself in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, do the British part. I can't do a British accent, though, like you can, so... That's just... You're on that. Yeah. That's the part that sticks out to me the most. <laughs> I think even in um, your British accent, that is not correct. But perhaps you may find yourself in that situation. <laughs> anyway, But so... don't worry. Don't you worry, because you can still remain faithful. I feel like we just need to end right there, but I was going to read a couple more. Maybe I should let you read them in your accent. Read First Peter 3, verses 1 through 4. Let me turn there. I'm not giving you my Bible. I know how that ends. <laughs> I thought so. 3, 1 through 4. Yes. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection unto your own husbands, that if any obey not the word... They also may, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and wearing of gold or putting on of apparel, but let it be... <laughs> Sorry, that really caught me. But let it be the hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Wow, that's so impressive. But <laughs> the point being here that Eunice, being married to a non-believer, 
was still able to remain faithful and have that quiet and meek spirit because we don't see that there is contention in the family or anything else. She just, she is a believer and he is not. And she's just that cool. And then she raised Timothy to be a great servant for God and a preacher. So, um, so it can be done. They're great examples. Perhaps. (laughs) Perhaps it can be. (laughs) Okay. We'll just wrap this one up right here. Oh, it was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, what do we say? I don't know. Do we say thank you? Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) You're not good. (laughs) What? We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.